This is a podcast about adapting, overcoming and thriving in life and business. I'm your host, Kirsty O'Brien, mum of four and meditation and mindfulness practitioner. And this is exactly where you're meant to be if you're ready to ditch the guilt and self-doubt and start showing up as the woman you are meant to be. This is the Mindful AF in Life and Business podcast. Welcome back to Mindful AF in Life and Business. I'm your host, Kirsty O'Brien, and this is my first guest interview for 2021. You might have noticed a slight name change, hopefully, and that's just because I really want to focus on supporting you as a woman to step into your fullness, to step into who you are meant to be and really harmonize that balance between life and business because it can be so tough to do. And with the name change, I really wanted to kick off the year talking about feminine energy and how harnessing it can be a really great strength in business because it's had such a bad rap as being a weakness. So I asked along Christabel from Ascension Beauty and Wellness Therapy to join me for this conversation. We did an episode last year on being an empath. And if you are feeling really stuck and overwhelmed in your business, it may just be the answer to start tapping into and harnessing your feminine energy a little bit more. I hope you love this. How are you, my love? I am so good, but so hot. Um, It's been like, I don't know what's today. It's like the third hot day in a row. Um, I'm exhausted, but um, yeah, good. Really good. I think, well, we're in Sydney, Australia, and yes, we have heat waves. I have um, my best friend over in the UK. She just sent me a um, screenshot of the weather. It's two degrees. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're on day four or something of like temps way over 36 degrees. And yeah, I love the heat, but it, it is a hot one today. And it's also Australia Day. So I know. Yeah, I forgot about that. I know. I didn't feel like I'm on a public holiday because I've worked all morning. But yeah, so we have a public holiday where we can just chill and... Yeah, do our thing and in the summer heat. <laughs> Love it. Thank goodness for aircon. I know. Well, so today, Krista and I wanted to chat about feminine energy and how, as women, we tend to, when we get into either running our own businesses or leadership, we tend to feel like we have to squash out our feminine energy, that it's almost like a sign of weakness. And yet, it's actually such a powerful trait that makes us even more successful when we, you know, harmonize our masculine and feminine energies and really step into them and own them, I suppose. And how, yeah, they can really just make us really successful as entrepreneurs, leaders, employees. So I thought we would dive in for you, first of all, because I think a lot of people have heard masculine and feminine energies. And I think incorrectly, quite often just think men have masculine or if a woman has a masculine energy, it means she's somehow like too manly or a tomboy and the feminine energy. So how would you describe the feminine and the masculine energies? 
So just like you were saying, it really has nothing to do with gender or gender roles or anything like that. It is so often um, like confused, um, you know, but we want to talk about the traits of male or masculine and feminine energies. So there are like the traits and then there are the bits, obviously, you know, the bits uh, which don't count. So when we talk about the energies, we're talking about things that um, our personalities um, embody or harness. So when we talk about masculine energy um, in like a positive way, we're talking about freedom, direction, logic, reason, focus, integrity, structure, passion, independence, like discipline, confidence, awareness, um, strength, clarity, assertiveness. And, but there are also like hyper, hyper masculine energies, which manifest as like cruel, uh, mechanical, arrogant, insensitive, violent, power hungry um, and spiritually empty. So a lot of the time people who are like super in their masculine, like all the time appear that way. Um, whereas feminine energy has traits such as like surrender, receptivity, adaptability, intuition, creativity, beauty, flow, um, like sensuality, nurturing, affection, um, you know, gentleness, patience, vulnerability, all those really, and empathy is a huge one that many people who are in, uh, like in business, but also in leadership roles and stuff at work, when you're so, oh, go, 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 you tend to forget to have those traits. Um, and, you know, masculine is very much about not taking a break. Um, so, yeah, those are some of the things. And just because you are a male and you do, you are more masculine than a female doesn't mean that you would harness all of those traits. Just like vice versa, if you're a female, you have like lots of feminine energy. Um, it doesn't mean that you would harness all of those traits either. They are to be cultivated and worked on and balancing them out is so important so that you don't become one-sided and so that you don't become hyper in one or the other. 100%, yeah. And I, when I was prepping for this, what, what came to mind straight away was my grandparents. And, you know, I had my grandfather who was totally in his masculine energy. And you actually did, what did you just say then if you're, too much in your masculine energy was it was that how you described it like it's called immature or hyper masculinity hyper, okay yeah so he would have been definitely like a hyper masculinity and then my grandmother just the epitome of what you i think like when you think of mass uh, feminine energy just she was so soft and nurturing and comforting and but I can see that he needed some femininity, like some feminine energy to flow through him to probably be more empathetic and, you know, a wonderful human. But I'm just so like just bringing them to trait the traits. And then my grandmother would have definitely been, I suppose, a little bit more in her masculine energy. And I think it was like for me... I sat a lot in my feminine energy for a long time and felt like it was wrong 
if I was to harmonize the more masculine energetic traits, I suppose. So that's interesting because feminine energy gets perceived as a weakness, especially in business, doesn't it? Yes. So like we were talking about before we started recording, um, being too feminine in the workplace um, is definitely, you know, looked down on. So being too feminine in the workplace sounds negative. And because of the negative connotations that get put on uh, the feminine um, or too feminine um, statement. So people start to picture crying in the office, too many toilet breaks, tampons, periods, bitching about one another. Um, and like, don't lie. We all think that when, well, until you're sort of more woke to the fact of that the, there are energies and how they work in business and in life. But, you know, that's what you think of when you hear, oh, too feminine. Or you think of a chick wearing a dress, like not giving a fuck um, because, you know, oh, feminine, woo. Like it, there is so many different things. Like it's interesting. I feel like for my whole life, I have been way more in my masculine and it's been a really big, like a really big job over the last year for me to try and balance it out um, and take breaks. Like I'm going to suggest to other people, you know, when we get into the piece about how to balance it out and how to embody more of a feminine aspect. Um, Cause it is hard, especially when you have lived in your masculine for so long. Um, and again, it doesn't mean that I, and like, what's the word? Like androgynous? Is that it? Is that the word? I don't know. When a female is like got more masculine, I don't know. I think I just made that up. But um, <laughs> I don't think it's the right term, but I know what you're saying. Like you're, well, I suppose it's like you're perceived as more masculine if you feel that you're more in your masculine energies. And I feel like that is the confusion with all of this because we have these roles I suppose like you said before it's actually nothing to do with gender but we have gender so heavily tied in our minds I think when we think of masculine and feminine energy so it's really yeah. hard to understand that we actually have to step away from the idea of gender and not think of what we perceive as a man when we're thinking of masculine energies but rather the yeah. traits that you talked about and the same for the feminine that, that's yeah. the that whole blurring and confusion about it being tied into gender, um, I think makes it difficult for people, you know, because it's like, yes. oh, well, why should I be stepping into that? And I think in society, it was perceived as successful, all those traits of masculine energy, assertiveness and being driven to a goal and um, uh, drive and focus. And those feminine traits that you talked about were falsely seen as weak. And yes. you know, now we understand that, no, we need a whole range of traits. And I love, you know, I'm, I do mental health programs for businesses. And exactly what you said, I work so much on helping workplaces bring empathy to their leadership and empathy to their culture because it's such a valuable skill in the workplace. Yeah. It really is. It really, really is. And like, that's what all, I feel like all leaders need that. All leaders need to take your program. I swear. <laughs> so, okay. If you feel firstly, like how do we balance them or harmonize them? I suppose is a better word. Like if we can feel that we're 
perhaps accessing too much of the masculine or too much of the feminine. I'm the opposite to you. I feel like I access too much of the feminine and sometimes I don't have enough of that drive and that focus that I need to get me over the line and get me to accomplish things. <laughs> but I'm like really good at being, you know, empathetic and nurturing. And <laughs> so how do we, like we, we know, and especially if this is new to you, you've heard all the traits that Christabel's gone over. How do we like go about harmonizing them so that we can access them? Because I suppose there's a time for everything, isn't there? There's time to be more in our masculine and then there's a time to be more in our feminine. There is. And I think it's really important that you identify exactly where you are. Um, so what I have sort of um, realised that if, you, <clears throat> if you're an entrepreneur or a leader in a business or something like that, you are likely solely operating out of a masculine energy or it's in, like imbalance to you being more in your masculine. Um, and it's about go-getting and executive decisions and just getting shit done. Um, so in order to be able to harmonize that aspect and, you know, um, inviting more feminine energy in, it's really important that you start by taking a break and tuning in. So things like breath work and meditation, they're all fantastic tools to be able to assist you in slowing down and tuning in fully. So you can take the energy focus from the external world to your internal world where you can connect with your internal world, um, your heart and your soul, you're so much better able to get into like a higher frequency and then therefore into your true essence. So everything will make so much more sense because you're connected to your purpose. And I think that's a really, really important thing is being connected to your purpose and remembering your why um, and everything will make so much more sense. Um, so also I feel in addition to that, it'll allow you to make better decisions um, because you're directed by your gut feelings and your intuition. Um, and I know that it sounds a bit like woo-woo and vague, but it's for most, um, like it's in business people or leaders or, you know, stuff like that. It is the most like missing element and it will help you boost your success and your fulfillment. So I think that that's really important when you are, in a position of, I suppose, of power for yourself or for another person's business. Because I think if you are too in your masculine, you become so burnt out and you don't want to burn out. <laughs> you, yeah. Yes. And you start to feel like, why am I bothering? Like I'm getting nowhere. Um, and that's how I have been feeling for the last few days because I've been like trying to make promotions and then it's not making sense in my head. And I'm like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? No, take a freaking breath and just relax. I have, and I can relate to, but so many female friends in business, self-employed, especially that come to me sometimes and just say, I just feel so stuck I feel burnt out I don't know why though like I'm putting so much effort and energy in and it's because you like as you were speaking then I'm like oh, oh, oh I just agree with everything you said it's they've too much in their masculine and they've lost the why of it all they've lost that purpose the 
this, that softness that they need and they need to actually just step back and realize that being in that masculine state, which they feel like is what they need to be doing to, to succeed, to get where they need to go. But it's that important to, yep, you need the pushing, you need that drive, but you also need to step back and allow and receive and remember your why and sometimes make decisions from that more intuitive, still place. And that's where, you know, it's like sometimes, you know, when you, like you just said, you you feel like you, you know when you're burning out and then sometimes you just take a weekend away, even though it feels so painful to do it at first and you feel like the world's going to end. But, but you get yeah. away and, you you know, you have all these amazing downloads and these ideas and you just come back and you're just so fresh and everything just seems to have found its flow. And yes. it's because you've exactly taken that time to rest and step back so I guess it's really about really knowing yourself and knowing that line of when you're in or you're pushing too much from the masculine I suppose yeah definitely and I think you would start to realize when you are pushing too much into your masculine when you do start to feel like burnt out or like your ideas are a bit stifled or like I don't know, you are uninspired or the passion for what you once loved is now flat as fuck. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And it's so important. It's sort of like, I suppose the whole, like the biggest traits of feminine energy would be the, the connection, the intuition, the creativity and the allowing state. I yes. Suppose. Yeah, because masculine is a lot more about action and focus and goals and drive and and too much. It's like we, we just have to know it's like a dance. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like wearing your best white flowy dress and just doing a dance. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay. So how, so before we finish on that point, what, do you think is the best way to recharge when you're too much in your masculine and to step into your feminine? Is it rest? Shit, yeah. So taking a break, taking a rest, um, even, you know, like a day. Have a day off. Turn your computer off, turn your phone off. Get into nature if you can. The ocean, like we've got so much nice stuff around in Sydney. I don't know where people who listen are from but just find yourself a really good place to go and have a rest have a nap um and if you can um try to do some breath work because in that way when you have done i don't know like i know what works for me is like the holotropic holotropic breath work so the conscious connected half heart breaths um really help me to connect with my high purpose and it gives me an opportunity when i'm doing my breath hold to ask my ask for guidance so i ask my higher self what is it that you want me to know what should i be doing um etc etc and that way it the ideas just flow in and it's so good always have a pen and paper if you're going to do that because it's crazy or you could make some voice notes on your phone because mine is like full it's great um but yeah, like it's, that is the most important thing is just start by taking a break. I know what it's like to feel guilty. Um, and if, even if you're not working for yourself and you are working for a corporation, um, taking a break is important. That is why you have sick days. That is why you have annual leave. 
So um, don't ever feel guilty. I spent my entire life feeling guilty. I would go to work on my deathbed. Um, and yeah, it's so important to rest. And that's, again, a sign of, you almost know when your inner voice speaks certain things that you're too much in your masculine because, again, when you're too much in the masculine, that side of you says rest is selfish. It's for the lazy. It's a weakness. And, you know, the feminine energy is rest is important and vital. And it's so important that I invest in rest so that I can recharge to go and then do more. So it's almost like, you know, when you're speaking to yourself and saying, oh my gosh, if you take a break, you are lazy and you don't want it that bad, then you know, okay, that means I need this break. I need to step into this and allow myself this time. So I love it. Yeah. And again, it's all about topping up your energy, isn't it? Grounding, doing those things where you can just recharge your energy because too much of anything drains us. Yes. Yes. All right. So I thought a really great way for us to finish off our little combo would be talking about, okay, how do I, how is feminine energy going to really make me more successful at work? And how can I be bringing it into my leadership or as a business owner, or even as an employee working for somebody, you know, what, what's the benefit of, you know, really trying to make sure that I'm, harmonized with my energies but also that I am embracing my feminine energies at work sure um so you know feminine and uh, feminine energy is intelligent and a loving energy that contains you know a quality of compassion emotion empathy truth when you are strong in your feminine you've got a strong connection to your intuition and you can make decisions based on what you feel in your heart. Um, so, you know, feminine energy is receptive, right brain energy, and, you know, it really helps you to step into your personal power. That's why it's so important to have. It's like feminine energy is like a state of being. Yes. Masculine energy is like a state of doing. Mm. And we need to be so that we can do more. Yes. So... You know, if you harness more of your feminine energy, you can become more, more <laughs> creative um, because you have taken that break and that time to listen to yourself um, and to have a lot more, you know, you can cultivate passion once again. Um, and I think that's really important, especially when it comes to business, because you do a lot of it in your lifetime and it's got to be something that you really love. Um, so when you can finally surrender and sit in that space, you can allow more ideas to come through and you can, you know, create more creativity in your life 100%. and ideas for your business. Like when we create that time to be still, to just be, mm -hmm. that is when creativity comes through. That's, you know, when we take the time to meditate and listen to our intuition, that's when we know the way. We don't sort of second guess. We don't ask a million people for their advice and then feel even more overwhelmed. It's just like we know that within us is a knowing and a guidance that we can tune into when, you know, we allow ourselves to do that. Yeah, for so sure. I think it's too, and it's like in at work, 
when you're allowing that feminine energy to, you know, really come up to play, it's about allowing yourself to be really present in a grounded way and not like multitasking and being frenzied. And instead it's okay, let's look at this. Let's do this. This is the way we want to do things or. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do think it can be hard though, when you work for a big corporation, when they've got their little policies and procedures of how you should be as an employee and how you should be like running the show and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's what I struggled in working at Coles and stuff. Like I never took a break. I know that sounds lame. Like, oh, I was so stressed out at Coles, but I was a manager. Like, it you I never took a lunch break even like an hour lunch break to sit back and be like how am I going to handle the rest of the afternoon and allow ideas to come to me of like how I'm going to manage these people in a way that's going to be like good um or in a way that's effective or you know write a roster I never took a break the only break was driving home in the car come home have dinner and I was still thinking about what I'm going to do for tomorrow yeah. So really switching off and allowing yourself to, um, you know, relax, rest and surrender. And when you are in a state of surrender, good things come, great things come. And you sort of like let go of um, ideals of like how things should be and just allow them to happen. Yeah. And it's, you know, when we prioritise how we care for ourselves, that then comes through at work as a business owner or even as, you know, a team leader. When, when we care for ourselves, then we really want to encourage our team to care for themselves as well. And, and that is an important part of regular breaks and making sure that that's adhered to. And I guess that, yeah, exactly, companies that are too much in their masculine energy as a whole and are not encouraging that time for workers to have breaks um, so that they can just decompress and take that time you know that's that's why we have the rates of burnout and people taking time off work because they feel mentally unwell so much yes exactly exactly I think that's such an important point as well the whole like not feeling mentally well because you're so unbalanced imbalanced is yeah. that the word yeah. Wow, my English is really bad today um, because you do feel so imbalanced. Oh, this is my third day off of work and I am resting. Um, it's great. <laughs> but yeah, when you start to feel that way, then you're, you do feel your mental health starting to decline. And I'm like such a huge advocate for that, for like mental health. It's huge. Oh, I'm hearing you 100%. It's the, we need to be doing life differently. We need to be doing business differently um, and prioritising our mental health at work at home because we we spend so much time at work as well to create a life so we want to make sure that in both areas we are okay you know that we're creating that space where we feel good at work and at home and that one's not taking away from the other um and i feel too like you you've brought up about intuition and listening to yourself and i feel like that's an important thing when we listen to ourselves we listen to other people too don't we you know when yeah and there's so much at work where we're actually whatever role we're in whether it's the owner the you know in management or as an employee sometimes we're just not listening to the people around us and the people that we're working with enough yeah for sure for sure that's 
so, and, and it's more about like, what's the, what is that like listening and not just hearing? So you can actually go into like listening to exactly what they're saying in every aspect instead of just hearing what they have to say and then disregarding it. Let it really soak in. So, yeah. And I, I like you brought up about feminine energy and love. Yeah. Well, that was really nice because how would you say that that works, you know, that love element works in the workplace? Well, I just feel like you can connect more with your workmates or with your clients or anything like that. When you're in a state of like receiving, feminine energy is very much surrounded by, well, it's surrounded by love because it's like a huge part. Feminine energy is about like, you know, um, mothering, nurturing energy. And in when you're in that way, you have a lot more ability to be able to love on people and again, listen to them, hear them like a mother would with her children. Obviously we're not mothering our clients or anything like that, but it has a bit more of a loving element to it. And I think people can really feel it when it's genuine. It's not put on. You're not pretending to care because you want to get the sale. You're not pretending to care so that you get like a like a lifelong client, they can really start to feel when you are in your feminine energy and loving on them in a way that feels authentic, not inauthentic because it's 2021. Honey, we're only doing authenticity. Oh, and you know, I mean, I I see it all the time on social media where I, I read a post and it's just fucking bullshit. And it just really is trying to get clients by preying on vulnerability preying on somebody's perhaps weaknesses or insecurities. And I just hate that way of trying to get clients. And I don't feel that it's authentic. And I, yeah, I feel like, you know, when you're coming from that place of love, you don't do that to other people. You think about how can I serve you? How can I give you value? How can my gifts enhance your life? And you come from that place and people feel that and they feel that yes you're going to serve them that is a huge thing and also another point that i want to add is if you are looking at potentially going to um and this is for a customer point of view if you are looking for someone like a life coach or something like that if you go on their instagram and you don't see them being vulnerable with you and being authentic with you scrap that as a business owner, you should always be authentic. You should always be vulnerable because that is how you can form those connections by being vulnerable yourself. You are not targeting other people's vulnerabilities. You're letting other people see your vulnerabilities. Then they know you're a human. Mm, uh, yeah, 100%. Yes. And it's from all that stems to that whole, you know, competition and comparing just drops away when you're in that flow of your feminine energy where you understand that someone else's success does not diminish yours um it really enhances that feeling of community of collaboration of connection you know i want to build you up so you can um succeed too i want to work with you because i feel like we can create even more value together and by bringing your gifts in that doesn't diminish my gifts you know it just sort of it just opens up 
your world so much more than when you are seeing other people as someone just to compare yourself to or as competition. Um, yeah, and I feel like that all comes from that, stems from that place of love too. Yeah, I think I feel like that's what you and I are doing though. Like, you know, last week you were on my Instagram live. This week I'm, you know, on your podcast. Like, that's exactly what it's like. Our And I, the way that I think that we, the, the only way I think that we should compare ourselves is by seeing each other as flowers or the sun and the moon. Both of them are beautiful and both of them serve amazing purposes but they serve different purposes and they, you know, when it's nighttime, it's the sun that's illuminating the moon. Like it, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Each and every flower is beautiful and it's beautiful in their own way. I think that's super, super important. And you're right. It does have that element of love because not comparing yourself to somebody else is so important. Mm. Well, I mean, we even said last week, you know, when, your gifts are so different to mine and I just feel like both of us together are able to offer something really, really great. And whenever I work away from a project with you, I always just feel so energised. And I think because I'm not going it alone, I'm not trying to do everything by myself. There's things I can't do that you do way better than me. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like that's, yeah, that is the beauty of um, allowing yourself to collaborate and not feel like you've got to do it alone. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Oh, <laughs> and I would definitely urge... Um, if you are a solopreneur, especially, join a mastermind or get together a group, you know, put the word out and have a little like meetup group where you can really meet up with other female business owners who are doing the same journey. And you can really bring that feminine energy to play and to life in that type of scenario, you know, in that space of, you know, either a networking group or a a mastermind or whatever it is, or it might be just a coffee catch up group. And then I think you'll find that you'll tend to play and bring out your feminine energy a little bit more in business, just more naturally. Because if you tend to be, and you could probably speak about this a bit more than I do, because you said you are more in your masculine. If you're more in your masculine, you tend yeah. to push away female connections and female friendships would you agree absolutely <laughs> i posted about this the other day actually i said like i have always had a very hard time keeping female well any friends really close to me because i'm always scared that i am scared that they're going to try and take my ideas i would rather do it alone be completely solo and exit a situation before i can get hurt um <sighs> It's something that I'm deeply, deeply working on. Um, but yeah, I think the first step really is admitting it and coming out and saying, yeah, okay, I'm way too much in my masculine and I push people away terribly. To be honest, I think like my relationship with you um, is so good because you like, you don't, you don't feel like, like competition or anything like that to me. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I feel like that sounds bad, but <laughs> you feel safe in that feminine energy with me. Yes. So, 
yeah, I think that's probably what it is. And that is the thing when we access the feminine and we are tapping into love, what comes along with it is vulnerability and it can be scary. And, you know, that is hard. Sometimes it can be easier to be in that more masculine energy because it's sort of like almost like the walls up, I guess. And even in, you know, our leadership styles, if they're quite masculine, like you said, it can be not listening to people enough, being too demanding, um, not collaborating, not making the people around us actually feel recognised or valued. And yeah. so that can be really tough. And, it, and it's, it's hard to put yourself out there if you've been living in that energy. Because I, like I said, I have found it really difficult to be a lot more driven and focused and... Um, stronger in that area that's just as overwhelming to me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to you to like step into your feminine so I think that's the beauty and I didn't realize that we were opposite on that so I feel like that's added an extra little bit of dimension for the people listening who can will relate to one of us <laughs> yeah, for sure and that's what it's all about like you know you want to talk about yin yang and how it's like the darkness in the light and the light and the darkness and it's it's all a matter of that it's but the thing is like i don't think neither one is good or bad it's like our thinking that makes it so so and it's just about knowing when i want to access them and breaking down the wall that the feminine energy is a weakness and actually letting you know that there's actually strengths to it in the workplace and strengths to it as a business owner and a leader where that we can really be connecting more, listening to our intuition, listening to the people we work with more deeply, being empathetic, creating support networks for mental health within the workplace, um, having our employees and our, and our co-workers feel valued and recognised by us, um, which then creates an energy of love and compassion and empathy. And of course, we need those masculine traits as well of drive and focus and dedication and, and that really, you know, pushing and knowing what we want and going for it. We need both, but it's about harmonising them and breaking down the wall that your feminine is a weakness in any way. Exactly. So if people would like to connect with you and find you, what is your Instagram or if you've got a web page now? Yes, I finally have a website, which is amazing. It is um, www. Or do we even do the Ws anymore? I don't know. Um, so I just type it in and it comes up. So it's Ascension with a T, not an S. So A S C E N T I O N B W T dot com. So B W T for Beauty and Wellness Therapy. Yep. Um, and so my Instagram is still ever.evolving.empath underscore um, and my beauty page or my beauty wellness page is ascension so again with the t instead of the s dot beauty underscore and that's got all um my info and stuff on there too awesome well i will write all those links for everybody so that they can find you very easily but thank you so much Thanks so much for listening. And if you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could take the time to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends and family. I really appreciate you being here with me. And if you'd like to know more about what I do and for some free resources, 
please head on over to my website, teamko.com.au and you can connect with me over on social media at Meditate with Kirsty.